Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Man, you talk about one depressing Zoom call. We'll get to that here momentarily. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Reister. Everything good? In the yeah, uh, man, everything is good, man. That's I good. Cannot, cannot complain. <clears throat> Had a nice vacay the previous week. Yeah, where were you at again? I was in the Dominican Republic. Look at you. Look, see now. I noticed how you you lowered the volume a little bit because you don't want Monsi to call you out. <laughs> 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 Where you're flexing, you know, you're flexing. I, I, I was in the DR. Right flexing. Well, yeah. That was not a flex. I was, a, where do you, okay, where, Mon- Monty, where would not have been a flex? No, but. Chicago? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I was, you Des Moines. Know. Des Moines would not have been a flex. <laughs> Basically, how it works. What if right what if I what if I had said, oh, it was that I, I was at I was at my friend's summer summer house in Chicago. Not as big of a flex. Yeah. Or yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you did I, lower your voice. Yeah, you lowered it. I give you credit, George, where you you did. You, I was trying to be. I was like, here come here comes Monty. <laughs> oh, oh, I would not give details of the trip. No way, because oh, here boy. comes Monty. No, we already Uh-oh. know. We already know. What do you what know, was, Monty? Probably living what do you like know, a king. Monty? Like a king. Nah. We fed grapes. Nah, they didn't feed <laughs> us grapes. I, I was actually a little bit disappointed in the in one part of the trip, though, is because so I went with my immediate family, so the seven of us, and then my mom, dad, and my nephew. 
And now, <laughs> my, now, now I rented a house, right? So, and everything's cool. But the one thing that I didn't really like is, is that for, for the morning, for a breakfast, there weren't as many options. And I actually had to choose what I was going to eat for breakfast every morning instead of like them preparing something in the general, like I, like I literally had to like, okay, I want pancakes and eggs and like the entire menu, as opposed to just saying like, yo, I want some pancakes and then some other stuff. So I'm confused. Like, (laughs) how how is this different than normal, though, George? I'm not being a jerk here. I'm just how does how's this different? When we normally go on, like when we normally go on vacation, like there's a there's a person who works in the house Uh that will like you know take care of all the stuff that you that you normally need, right? And here there was somebody there, but I just felt like I had to make too many decisions and that's not what i wanted to do on ba- on vacation <laughs> too many decisions sounds going tough. on sounds horrible sounds like a, a rough time there it, it 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 was annoying every night texting me like hey what do you what do you what time do you want breakfast which which i'm perfectly fine with because like the way it's <laughs> that way everybody is ready and the uh, food is hot so like i let everybody know hey yo breakfast is at nine in the morning and then we're gonna get picked up at 10 to go do x y and z so everybody be down at nine and then they will have the food piping hot sitting there at nine o'clock so like that's that's fine but it was just the the constant decision making about the entire menu and then i had to like manage the groceries that they that they picked up and stuff like that and it was just it was a little bit annoying sounds but 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 like i'm I mean, th- these are first world problems, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it was a little. I, I don't know if life is tougher for you on vacation or NFL running backs right now, George, because we got details of the Zoom. Oh, it's call. tougher on me because uh, they're picking up millions right now, and I'm, and I must say, I don't make, I, I don't make millions here. <laughs> no, no, not making that anymore. Yeah, but as far as uh, the running back situation goes here, George, there was a Zoom call. You talk about a depressing Zoom call. All these running backs met up uh, online, and they were talking about the depressed market for running backs. So this was organized by Austin Eckler of the Chargers, some of the other running backs around the league that took place on the Zoom call, Nick Chubb of the Browns, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, even Josh Jacobs from the Raiders. And I thought the best quote was from Nick Chubb because he said, right now, there's really nothing we can do. We're kind of handcuffed with the situation. We're the only position that our production hurts us the most. If we go out there and run 2,000 yards with so many carries, the next year they're going to say, you're probably worn down. It's tough. It hurts us at the end of the day. And that's just where it is, man. There's nothing they can do about it, unfortunately. Yeah. See, now, as a former player, you would think that I would be on board with these guys, right? I'm not on board as far as their, as far as like how it's being portrayed. Mm -hmm. Now, Yes, it is unfortunate that these guys are not able to get the contracts that they so desire, right? However, though, 
is that in football in particular, now now baseball, you're paid for what you did and what they think you're going to do for the beginning of your contract, and then they'll pay you out on the end, right? And then in basketball, you are paid for what you are going to do and, you know, you know, and they'll pay you while you're hurt. <laughs> you, you know, like where where else can you get $40 million while you have a hurt Achilles, a.k.a. Kevin Durant and be over 30. So so the issue, though, is no, is that these these running backs are upset because they're like, we're not getting to the money. OK, how many top tier years do you believe that Saquon Barkley has left? Not many. Probably I mean, two, maybe three, right? Right, yeah. So w- would you give him a an Ezekiel Elliott contract? Oh, no, absolutely not. That's the, that's the issue. And then the wins above replacement, essentially. Like it, it does nothing for Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs when you have Latavius Murray come in in the middle of every season and then look like a, a star running back. Or you have Isaiah Pacheco's every single year come out of come out of the blue. Or you have Damian Pierce's look like if you put him on a good team, he would have been one of the best backs in the league. I, it's the one position in the game where your replacement can give you, you know, like ninety percent of what the the uh, starter can, unless you are Derrick Henry, which is a generational type player. But aside from Derrick Henry, there may not be another generational back in the league right right now. So so how are you going to like I understand that you want to get the free agency sooner, but the problem is is if you get the free agency sooner, then guys like Saquon who got injured, and then you have Josh Jacobs who wasn't productive initially, like they would have been cut or they would have been uh, not resigned at that point anyway because they weren't putting up really good numbers. So if you shorten the contracts, that means the team has less invested in you, which means that anything goes wrong, you are going to be a casualty anyway. Well, you're screwed either way. It was what Saquon put out on Twitter where he just simply wrote, it is what it is. And if you relate that to the running back market, this is just what we're looking at right now. And it's unfortunate because you go back to – I go back to the, the production and the percentage of the touches, and the pay doesn't you know, like comply with that. <laughs> the pay does not do the touches justice or the production justice. Where if you look at Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, he had just under 50% of the touches last season offensively, and he's not compensated accordingly. And I understand all the reasons why I'm not saying these NFL teams, they've got to do the right thing and pay these guys. If they can get away with paying them less, that's exactly what they're going to do. It's just unfortunate because production-wise, these guys at the top of the league like Josh Jacobs, you know, uh, Austin Eckler put up big numbers. These guys can't get deals. They can't get big money. Uh, And when you've got the rookie wage scale and you're under team control – for at least five years if you're a first-rounder, and then the franchise tag on top of that, like Saquon Barkley is dealing with, and you're inching closer to 30, you just don't have a window to make big money. It just doesn't exist at the running back position. Yeah, and it's really more more like 27 than it is 30, if we're really keeping it uh, 100. 
I mean, it's just it's just tough because I on, on one hand, I mean, of course, I want these dudes to be able to make more. I mean, all the money that they that they want. Like I support them making all the money that they want. It's just the it's just the like with the rules, with the way that they are set up. Linebackers. Well, outside, well, actually, you know, depending on which linebacker spot that you play, tight ends, guards, they aren't happy with their pay either. And and the thing is, is that there is a salary cap. So what you're essentially saying is it, it, it would be different if the owners weren't spending the salary cap money. The, the running backs just don't like how they're spending the salary cap money. So now I am not a big fan of the franchise tag, transition tag, all of those. I think those need to be done away with because it is a way to, you know, to just control a player for for cheaper. So if that were the uh, case, then Saquon, Josh Jacobs, they would all have a deal now. Now, they were all offered deals. They weren't offered the deals that they wanted, which is which uh, um, the reports are is that Sa- Saquon was offered $11 million a year. Now, I understand why he wouldn't want $11 million a year when Christian McCaffrey's making, making 15 and for the quarterbacks and tackles and everybody else, their salaries go up as a position every single, you know, every every single year when there's a new deal redone. So I understand the frustration. But I do think that, you know, that at this point, there's nothing that you can do. And I've heard people yeah. know say, oh, man, that, that they're going to stage a walkout. There is a zero yeah. percent chance that that happens. Zero. That really is about the only thing that could change this. They can't do and it. And I know. No. I know. They're not going to do it. But th- I'm saying that's about but the do you only know why thing that they would can't change do it. it. Well, it'd have to be a collective, like – it have to be a collective approach among all running backs across the entire league, and like the writers' strike in Hollywood. That's what you would have no, to have, and it's not. There's and, no way. And why? And why can't that happen? No. Well, because I don't think that you would get every single running back doing that. And the I, reason why is because there are guys that who are making ten point one million dollars right, at right, the right. top of the salary, and sure. then there are guys who are making five hundred thousand at the bottom of the salary. Right, it's five, and, and five they're or thinking this doesn't even really apply and, to me. Yes, and <laughs> and they're like, I'm just trying to make my first team. Yeah, and and I'm gonna sit out, and I'm gonna get fined buku dollars per day that is right. not going to get returned. That's right. Oh, absolutely not. Right. That that's the problem that you're not going to be able to get uh, 300 guys with different stations in life. Right. You know, four 400 guys uh, in di- three three 400 guys in different stations in life to be able to to like be willing to give up and what's your and what's your ask that those dudes get deals so so it's going to be hundred you know millions of dollars tens of millions of dollars in fine money to get three dudes deals i don't know about that fam that's right and that's the thing is even if you had the top end guys like collectively sit out even that wouldn't work because you're going to have a lot of the backups do comparable things. Not the same yes. things, but comparable things. Yes, if, 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 if Dobbins is out and then, uh, and then 
Gus Gus Edwards has to come in. I don't I don't think the Ravens are they're going to be like, oh, okay. I mean, just like he got hurt. Well, even the top end guys, like let's just say on this Zoom call, this depressing Zoom call with these these high end running backs, if they all came to the consensus and said, you know what, unified, let's do it. We're sitting out. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, Nick Chubb, the list goes on. I, I just don't think that's going to change. These teams saying, we got to change the market. These guys are going to make way more money. They should, but it's not going to happen. because if all the quarterbacks did it, what would happen? They wouldn't even need to. That's because they're getting the money. (laughs) How how about if all the tackles said it? Well, sure. If all the left tackles did it. Yeah. There would would be some action. There would be because you got to protect – the biggest yeah. commodity, and, which is the quarterback. And that's what I'm saying, is that is that the difference between a, a, a all-pro or a pro bowl level tackle or quarterback or edge rusher or even wide receiver and his replacement is greater than – the difference between the, the top and the bottom is greater than – well, sorry, the, the top and even the, the replacement is greater than it is for uh, – is greater than it is for the running back position. We'll play a little game a little bit later this hour of uh, the backups. What would the backups do if the top-end running backs collectively were striking – you know, like what type of production would you anticipate? We'll do that around the corner. I'm interested to hear because if you start looking at some of these backups around the league, it's like, oh gosh, he'd be running the football. I don't know how much he'd be able to do. We'll get to that. And also, it is time to get uncomfortable, as one big name player just recently said. That's on the way. I'm Brian Note. He's George Reister, live from the TireRack.com studios. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. 
It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So James Harden has gotten to this stage here with the 76ers. He has, he has scrubbed everything. Philadelphia 76ers related from his social media accounts, George. This is... This is serious stuff over here. And he posted on his uh, IG story, it's time to get uncomfortable as he tries to force his way out of Philly. Now, he had this with Saquon Barkley also. He has uh, <coughs> deleted any mention of the New York Giants. It's just funny, man. We're clearly in the uh, 2020s over here when <laughs> when these are stories where it's like, uh-oh, they've scrubbed everything to do with the team that they're employed by right now. This is serious here, but... I mean, this is, if you want to call it leverage, at least in the NBA, maybe there's something to do with it. Depending on your position in the NFL, it can also. Unfortunately, there's not much running backs can do. James Harden might be the lamest there is. I mean, he might be the lamest that there is. Like, he, he is what's wrong, honestly, with, with sports sometimes. Now, obviously, he's a fantastic player. He's very talented, all of those things. But when you have somebody who is, who will do a disservice to the game, who will give a half-ass effort, come into shape, come into camp fat in shape on purpose, trying to mess stuff up. Yeah. It, it is, it is lame. It is weak. Like it is everything that is wrong. Like, and and, and remember, Damian Lillard kind of threatened at this, right? But no, you should live in Portland. What do you and, and have a good idea of Damian Lillard's character? Yeah. If Damian Lillard gets traded to somewhere that he doesn't want to be, what do you think the chances are that he goes out there and half-asses playing basketball? No, it's a great point. There's zero chance. Zero chance. Yeah. Like, so, and, and everybody knows that. So that's why Portland is like, all right, we will try if we can get you there. Cool. But I don't even know if Portland even wants to trade them, but that's another conversation. Mm -hmm. But the idea though, that you would have somebody do this, who is one of the, you know, we're talking about the guy who's 12th all time in free throws per game guy who's over 300 million in. Oh, the $100 million endorsement contract. Like, go play basketball, bro. Yeah. Go play basketball and stop being a baby. I, I, yep. I, I can't. Uh, now, I understand you telling the team, I don't want to be here. Trade me. 
But then you going out there giving half-ass effort like he did in Houston. Yeah. And, and coming in out of shape and just showing up to meetings late, bro, you are weak as hell. I, and, and I can't. I, I have no idea how people can even cheer for James Harden. He, it, it, and when he first got to Houston, his defensive effort was poor. His, his, just, his effort when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. And, and I'm a player. I support players. But this also turns my stomach. This is beyond what, what should be done. Can you force your way out of a place? Yes. But no, we're all trying to do the same thing. Have a good life. Do a job we love in a geographically desirable place, making the money that we want to make. You know, like we all want the same thing and have peace and happiness with our family. We all want the same things. So I understand if and where we're like sometimes at work, stuff can be bad. And you're like, yo, I need out of this situation ASAP. But then to but then to tank your job, that's like that's like us not liking this time slot and being like, ah, we'll come in drunk. We'll we'll uh, miss breaks. Uh-huh. We'll do all of this stuff. Bro, take your ass home if that's what you want to do. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And if I were the 76ers, I would tell him, no, I'd be like, OK, you want to act funny? I will act hilarious. So so uh, so uh, you're staying here. And we will put you on the bench. And he's like, okay, cool. No, 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 no. But then, but then you're going to have to play, though. You're going to play two, three minutes a game. That's it. And then he's like, well, I'll, I'll show, show up to meetings late. Cool. Hey, team meeting, everybody. This year, because you know we do have a fine schedule and we normally don't play or play around with it, I'm letting everybody know, we are adhering to the fine schedule. So if you are late for meetings, you will be fine. Re- repeated offenses will be escalated. You, If you're late for the team playing, sayonara, you got to find your own weight. That's going to be a $100,000 fine. You missed the game. Not my problem. I would if if you want to show up and do that. Oh, bro, you want to act funny? I will act hilarious. That's what I would do. And well, people are like, well, you'll 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 never get any free agents again. That's a damn lie. Yeah, you well, absolutely this, will. It's it's will. Philadelphia. Hard George Hardball Reister. I like it. Well, the thing is, I had flashbacks as you were saying that about Harden to the end of his Houston days, and the gambler in me, man, if I could turn back time, George, I specifically remember a game at Portland where Fat Harden was on the court just taking up space. Yes. <laughs> it was like he was trying to force his way out. And here's the thing. There are some players in the NFL that request trades like Aaron Rodgers. Remember Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago? He's like, um, get rid of the GM or I, I want to get traded. And they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to do any of those things. Right. Or, or Baker Mayfield, not as great of a, a – a name as Aaron Rodgers, but when the Browns were initially interested in Deshaun Watson, Baker went to the organization and said, trade me. And they said, no. Like, they'll tell you no sometimes in the yeah. NFL. In the NBA, George, what team has told a big-name player who's requested a trade, no, we're not dealing you? It, it, you don't have to play hardball in the NBA. They will say, not yet. That's what, that's what they'll say. They will uh, say, yo, yo, as soon as as soon as we get a deal, we will, you know, we will get you up out of here. Right. And and, and you and you have to remember is that Harden, he could have opted out. He didn't have to be there. That's right. He chose this for himself.
He yeah. chose this. And you know why? Because he's greedy. If you didn't really want to be in Philadelphia that bad, because right. he knew nobody was going to pay him this amount of money. Nobody was going to pay right. him almost $40, $40 million. That's having your cake and eating it too. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and I mean, and it's just like, and then he doesn't have any leverage because he's in that situation. Dame, Dame Lillard doesn't have a ton of leverage because everybody knows that Dame's going to go out and play, play hard. And then, and, and if you're a team that trades for him, you're like, we will, we will treat him right. He might turn, turn out to like it. And if you think Dame Lillard is not going to go out there and show up for $217 oh, million, dollars, you are a fool. You're crazy because it's not in his DNA yes. to, to pull a Harden and just. In addition to, yes, in addition to the money, it ain't in his DNA. Right. So it, 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 Harden is, is, is the prime case. You should have never gave these dudes money, boy. You should have never gave him money. Dude, dudes, he is uh, like the <laughs> – he is the uh, – he is like uh, – I was watching Creed 3 earlier. Uh-huh. He's the dude who got out of jail. He, he used him up, and then as soon, as soon as he got the leverage, he was like, I don't need you for nothing now, baby. Well, the thing is, to me, the line – you talk about anything in terms of leverage for a player to try to get paid. There are a lot of things that I say, hey, that's just negotiating. You yeah. skip camp, I don't love it, but that's negotiating. That's yes. your leverage right there. But going out on the field or the court or whatever it is and just dogging it, that is like that's where the line's jumping at. over the line. Yes, that's Yes, because I have no problem. The there is no problem at all. Um. Yeah, there. Yeah, there is no problem with Saquon, Josh Jacobs not showing up for camp. It's right. it's within their right, and like I have no problem with it. But now, if you go on the field and dog it, right? Th- that's that's a, that. Th- yeah. That's where all bets are off. If Completely you step different. on, as soon as you step up, step on the on the floor, you are expected. Right. And this has nothing to even do with the team. This has to do with the contract that you should have with the fans and with your own self and with the game. Do not yeah. cheat the game. Well, it's all Be- of that. And you got you got teammates counting on you. Man, I'm not worried about them teammates, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> I mean, because, because your teammates will understand a little bit on some level. But mm. I'm saying that, that you should be out there playing hard for your own last name. And you should be playing hard because, because you are an entertainer. And but you your, are your supposed teammates to have show to up and freaking there, entertain man. people. Your teammates have to factor in where whatever sport, I don't, we'll stick with basketball. If, if we're supposed to be playing defense, if we're supposed to be yes. like this is the play and the ball is supposed to go over here and you're just going through the well, motions true. and yeah. screwing up the set, like you're screwing everything up. <laughs> <laughs> like everything. And now you're messing with everybody else's money. Yes, yeah. yeah, true. true. Uh, yeah. Point. All right, we got Monsi Bolaños with us. She's got the latest spinning us around here on the sports world. What's going on, Monsi? Come flex good? on us, Monsi. <laughs> I have nothing to flex right now, but I'll think of something. I did laugh when you were like, oh, you want to be funny? I'll be funnier. That was funny. I laughed out loud. You act funny, I'll act hilarious. That, yeah, that's what you said. I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, I got to write that down. I got to put that somewhere. Use it again. Dropping I got, gems. <laughs> dropping gems and flexing all in one. You've been gone for weeks, and here you come. So, all right, fine. We missed you just a little bit. A little NBA news that I got for you. According to ESPN, the NBA's Board of Governors has approved the sale of the Charlotte Hornets to a group led.
led by Rick Schnall and Gabe Plotkin. So it looks like Michael Jordan's 13-year run as a majority owner is officially coming to an end. Man, those names sound rich. What are those <laughs> names again? I know they really do. Though. Rick Schnall and uh-huh. Gabe Plotkin. Yeah, they got money. <laughs> Just, tell just by money. the names, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Imagine if that's how it was, just by names. You would be like, oh, you have money. Your name sounds like it has money. That's it. I mean, it doesn't sound like Bob <laughs> Jones, you know what I mean? It just sounds like they have deep pockets. Right, for sure, for sure. Did you guys see Steph's Cur- Steph Curry's starting five that he told BuzzFeed? I saw that he left himself and LeBron off the list. Oh, right. So, uh-huh. So he left himself out. Smart, smart guy. He left LeBron out, which I thought was so funny because we've heard that LeBron wants to play with him. And he's like, hmm, no, thank you. So he selected Shaq as his center, Tim Duncan as his power forward, Kobe as his small forward, Michael Jordan as his shooting guard, and Magic Johnson as his point guard. Pretty strong start. Yeah, right that's there. what I thought for sure. Brian Harmon has. I love has, it, dude. He kept it a bean. Yeah. I now, yeah, and, and he didn't. Now, I don't think that, that was a snub to LeBron. I actually think that that I was do. actually cool that, like, he was like, I'm not even going to um, talk about all of this stuff. Well, see, that's like, why it's a snub because you know LeBron is like, what? <laughs> you 100% know somebody has told LeBron the minute it happened, hey, Curry left you off the top five. I mean, LeBron would be mad what? if... <laughs> as soon as he finds out that, that he left himself off the top top five, he'll be like, okay, I get it. No. LeBron would same. be mad if, like, at Pumpkinhead52387 <laughs> on Twitter left him off his all-time starting five. He's going to be really upset with Steph. I know. No, he's not. Yes, I don't he know is. why y'all think that this dude, Steph, Steph is the petty one. What are you talking about? Oh, my about? gosh. LeBron is ultra petty. Uh, yes. Steph's wife says he's petty, that he's the pettiest man in the universe. But I'm not mad at it because, because to, to be honest, you're I'm petty. petty too. I am I am <laughs> no, hella petty. I, I'm petty too. I, I think I am. But no, I think the wife says that. So he's petty like at home with the wife, with the family. Well, I think the LeBron pettiness is like worldwide. You know, he's Mr. Oh. Worldwide Petty. Like. All right, so so Masi, who's who, who's pettier now? <laughs> is, is, is it Steph or is it Russell Wilson for firing back at future? I mean, <sighs> with the uh, picture of his son. I, I actually <laughs> thought that was genius. That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say Wilson. <laughs> For sure. That's what I'm going to say. Yep, 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 yep. Earlier today, Brian Harmon, 36 years old, wins the 151st Open. He ended at 13 under par overall. He was in control since day two, never let go. He became the first U.S.-born golfer to win the tournament by at least six strokes since Tiger Woods did it in 2000. Amazing. Let's move on to Major League Baseball. We got a game that's in the bottom of the 12th inning in Minnesota. White Sox and Twins tied at four apiece, but the bases are loaded, so we'll see how this one ends. The Astros and A's are tied at one apiece. Bottom of the sixth inning in Oakland. The Angels are all over the Pirates at home. Six to one top of the sixth inning. It all started with a Shohei Otani solo home run. Number 36 for the year for Mr. Otani. The Blue Jays and the Mariners are tied at two apiece. Bottom of the fifth inning. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. A solo shot obviously for the Blue Jays. They're actually a two run homer for the Blue Jays. Earlier today, how about this? 
The Yankees beat the Orioles 8-5. to All right, good news. Aaron Judge faced live pitching today for the first time since tearing a ligament in that right toe on June 3rd. New York is only one and a half games out of the final wildcard spot in the AL. I didn't know they were so close, so they're not out totally. The Reds have like, won. Otani must be like, it must be nice to have a supporting cast. Yeah. Like, Aaron Judge is out and they're still that close. But it was bad for a while. It, it was, was very bad. bad for a while. So, yeah, you know. Like, take Otani off of right. the Angels right now. They're even, they're way worse. Yeah, yeah. Even though right now they are playing well against the Pirates at home. The Reds have won five in a row. They beat the Diamondbacks 7-3. to three. And in a battle of the AL East, it was the Orioles who outscored the Rays 5-3. to three. So, the Orioles have a now a two-game lead for the top spot in the AL East against the Rays. And the Marlins snapped their eight-game losing streak. They topped the Rockies 3-2 in 10 innings. This is Miami's first win since the All-Star break. They are now just half a game out of the final wildcard spot in the NL. The Phillies, they scored four runs in the 10th inning and defeated the Guardians 8-5. And Cleveland had the bases loaded in the 10th inning and did nothing. But it's the Braves who win another one. They beat the Brewers in Milwaukee 4-2. It was Ozzie Albies who had the go-ahead had three run homer in the eighth inning and the Rangers handled the Dodgers no problem eight to four final score Cubs dominated the Cardinals seven two sorry Brian Ooh, I know I boo. know but it's Ugly. all good it's all good back We're to on you parlay guys watch yeah. here uh Monty. Oh, what I are we watching what are we watching only good news okay, okay? only good news okay okay I need the Astros to just win outright against the decrepit A's. They lost yesterday. Mm. The Astros have won. I'd have to look it up, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 14 of the last 16 against Oakland. Yeah. It's 1-1 in the bottom of the six. Yeah, they should win. They should. Yeah. But I don't know what it is with my Sunday parlays. Good (laughs) Lord. I have taken some rough gut shot beats here. I hope this is not another one. Mm. Only good news. Please, Monson. All right. Uh, I'll I'll try. I'm not rooting for the Astros, but I'll try. I hope so. I hope it works out. <laughs> uh, Brian Noe and George Reister with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, man. Um, it's funny, too. Like, uh, it shows you, George, like, I don't want to do a whole Tiger Woods thing here, but to win the Open Championship, this guy was like 125 to 1. Like, that type of long shot to win the Open Championship. And it's like, Brian Harmon, never heard of the guy. <laughs> it's just like an, oh, by the way, yeah, he won the Open Championship. Oh, when I looked up and thing. saw who, who won, I was like, oh, okay. Well, damn. <laughs> That's right. It's a, Brian Harmon, huh? Oh, okay. I, I, never heard of him. Never heard of the guy. But uh, if you're a gambler and got in wait, on the 125 to 1 odds. Wait, so Harmon is, has been has – been, has been out here faking, faking like he's working, and now they're golfing. I I don't know, but he uh, put together four solid days and walked away with the claret jug. You're talking the A's just scored, George. Goodness, but we got we're going into the seventh inning, trailing my uh, July 23rd Houston Astros. I am awful with my Sunday parlays. I don't want to chalk this up as an L just yet, uh, not just yet. But the way things have trended, the A's might win this thing sixteen to two. I don't know. Uh, wait, we got- wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, sixteen to two. What are you talking <laughs> about? In the game, one, one to one. It's two to one now. I'm just telling. My luck has been that bad, George. Like uh, it, it's. Hey, man, or, be, or or it'll be a walk-off, like two-run shot by the A's to win it in dramatic fashion. That type of thing. I just get my heart broken. Is the way it oh goes my God, yo! Did you see what um, 
what the what the Mets did the other day. Speaking of heartbreaking, when they it was uh, oh god, who were they, who were they playing against? They actually had something go go right. They had runners on second and third, and then it was a ball hit the center field. The center fielder throws it uh, home. He doesn't hit the cutoff, and then the catcher yanks it to. Um, uh, he was going to throw it at the second base, threw it like 20 feet to the left, and then he came all the way home. So they scored three runs on what should have been a one run. <laughs> Wait, was yeah, this the last couple nice. of days against the Red yeah. Sox? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. It no. wasn't against the Red, Red Sox. I got to look and see who it was against. But that was like the Mets finally had something go go well. Um, yeah, it was bad, bro. It yeah. was bad. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have that tied to a parlay, the way my luck has been. All right, we got according to Monsi, right around the corner. Three subjects, three strong stances. That's coming your way next. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And it is time to jump right on into this. Crazy. And now it's time for absolutely nothing. It's not gonna be pretty. According to Monsi, I love it. All right, according to Monsi, the Angels should not trade Shohei Otani. Yeah, that's right. If I'm Artie Moreno, I am writing this out till the end for a couple of reasons. First, why would any owner want to help any team possibly win a World Series? No, thank you. What exactly are you going to get for Shohei Otani? I don't think there's any trade out there unless, like, for example, let's say just, you know, for funsies, that the Dodgers were like, okay, you can take Freddie Freeman, you can take Mookie Betts, you can take Tony Gonsolin, you can take seven of our prospects. Okay, but nobody's going to give anything like that. They're all going to be prospects. What would I do with prospects? That doesn't really help me. I would not trade Shohei Otani. I would write this out to the end. I would try and, you know, convince him. I know he, I believe, Bo and I were just talking about this. We believe he already knows what he's going to do. I think it's already been decided, but we're just going to see until it's revealed to us. But if I'm Artie Moreno, I'm holding on to the very end. I don't care if I'm the owner that doesn't trade Shohei Otani. Yeah, I'm the owner that tried to keep him. I'm not the owner that got a bunch of prospects that did nothing for me. Why would I trade Shohei Otani? That makes no sense to me. Let the Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, and Padres fight it out to the death in the offseason. I'm going to keep them. According to Monse. The pitch clock needs to be tweaked for the postseason. I feel like I'm alone on this, but it's okay. I think, yeah, I know. It needs to be tweaked because there's really like intense moments in baseball that you don't want to be sped up just because there's a clock. Remember during the World Baseball Classic, it was the ninth inning, Japan against USA, Shohei Otani pitching against Mike Trout. No timer. I'm not saying we need it to be tweaked the whole time. Maybe just for like the NLCS, ALCS in the World Series, maybe add five seconds to like the last three innings or just get, you know, no... No pitch clock the last three innings. Like, let the game breathe. Let those moments breathe. I don't think baseball is going to do this, and I think we need to prepare for pitchers to just take a ball. To ju- They're just going to run out the clock in moments where it's too intense. I think that's going to happen. According to Monsi. Okay, so I think I got a typo here, but I'll read this. Uh, according to Monsi, no, Kim Kardashian does not need to be on the new season of American Horror Story. Not even a little bit. This is so frustrating. <sighs> what? What are we doing here, American Horror Story? I heard this a couple of weeks ago that she was going to be on. She's the most I famous was, person on the planet. She's not an actress. 
No, she's not an actress. She, the yes, acting she is. in America. No, in she movies, is. Monty. Okay, as a cameo, as a one-liner, she's the main character in this upcoming season. Absolutely mm. not. There are tons of actors out there that you could have cast that are currently on a strike. Here you are, billionaire. You have everything you ever want, and you are taking a main starring role in American Horror Story when we've seen such good acting on this show. The show is up and down for me. I've watched every season because Ryan Murphy goes on these tantrums, and then I don't know what the show is going to be about halfway through the season. This is ridiculous. Like, no, Kim Kardashian, you should not be the star of the upcoming season of American Horror Story. What no. is she supposed yeah. to do, Ma- Monty? She's say not no? an actress. Is she supposed no. to say no? But here's the thing. Why even offer it to her? She might meet a gruesome end. Isn't that worth it, though? No, shouldn't. you know she's not going to have a gruesome end. You know it's not going to be that. Horror Story. She might. She, no, no, absolutely not. Sit down, Kim Kardashian. You have everything else at your disposal. You're going to do this? Man, a brushback edition right there. Coming up next, the drop-off. The drop-off would be significant. Details on the way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, George, we started off the show talking about this depressing Zoom call featuring the top (laughs) names at the running back position in the NFL. And they came to the understanding that, well, there's really nothing we can do about it. It's just the way things are. And so uh, we talked about the way things are with the running back market, and they're not getting the money that they probably should be getting. Not quarterback money, but better than they are getting because the pay doesn't match the production. So I went with six of the guys that were on this call here, and I just looked at their backups because we hear this a lot is you're not going gonna to get comparable production from the backup guys. And sometimes that's just not the case. There are some stud running backs where if they didn't play, if they held out like Saquon Barkley is at least uh, been speaking aloud about, what would the drop-off exactly be? And so if you look at a couple of these guys on that Zoom call, let's start with Nick Chubb. We all know his credentials. The guy is a stud. If Nick Chubb said, I should be getting paid more, I'm holding out, how big of a drop-off would there be to the next guys up? Jerome Ford and Demetric Felton Jr. You know what I mean? Like, that's a significant drop-off right there. If you go from Austin Eckler with the Chargers to Joshua Kelly or Isaiah Spiller, that's a big drop-off. Josh oh, yeah. Jacobs' backup is Amir Abdullah. You know, like, Matt Breida is backing up Saquon Barkley. So... I think sometimes we, we shrug our shoulders and say, ah, you can just get a guy in the sixth round and it's all good. Not with the top-end guys. That's just not the case. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it's bad, bro. It is. Uh, there's a significant drop-off from the, from the, like, the elite guys and, you know, from the generational, the Derrick Henrys of the world. I mean, even so much of a, of a, <clears throat> But everybody else, I mean, and, and I would put Chubb in that category as well. Like, there are three elite backs in the league right now. And then after that, I mean, how much more production is Latavius Murray going to give you than, than Saquon, if we're really being honest? 
Oh, I think Saquon's going to give you more, but it ain't going to be that much more to where to to, to where you need to commit to forty five million dollars, though. No, I hear you. You're not going to commit that much money, but you're going to get more production. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, you're going to get more production, but it's not, you know, it depends on how much money you're going to have to sacrifice to get that production. But I think that's the argument here is the top end guys are saying, look at what we're producing. Look at the amount of touches that we're getting and the money isn't there at all. They're not saying they need to get, you know, like Daniel Jones. Saquon's not saying I should get the same contract as Daniel Jones, the quarterback. He's saying I should be getting more than like $10 million for one year. And I agree with him on that. Uh, and, and the top-end guys, okay, how much, they should be getting more. Okay. Now, on a, on a single-season basis, cool, right? If it were me and I had the option, I would sign Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley to the same contract. Three years, mm-hmm. 40 to 40, somewhere between 40 and $45 million, fully guaranteed. That's I don't it. hate that at all. Yeah. I'm not giving you four years. I'm not giving you five years. You're right. lucky you're getting this three. Yeah. Like, cause, because and, – and Austin Eckler is a guy who – he's still very productive. I would give him a two and – I mean, or get, give them two years fully guaranteed and then like a third where I can – get out of it for free if I'm the team. That's the way I'm structuring these uh, deals because the running back position, the shelf life is so short compared to other positions, except for like defensive tackle. Their shelf life is short. And as soon as it goes down, it doesn't come back. Look at the, look at how bad the Ezekiel Elliott and the, um, Oh my gosh! What's the what's the kid that used to play for the Rams that came from Georgia? Oh, Todd Gurley. Yeah, look how bad those deals look. Yeah, I mean yeah. they the the uh, Titans got Derrick Henry on a bargain basement deal, bargain basement deal. I don't know why he signed that, but but that's a whole different story because I think he wanted to stay in Tennessee. All of those things. He was a good guy. Did was right for the team, which was wrong for him. So, yeah. I, well, and that's the thing, though, is I hear you on those deals, but if you look at the flip side, take a guy like Christian McCaffrey, who's averaging $16 million per year now. And when he went to the Niners, that was a team that was 3-3. Three and three. And they pick up Christian McCaffrey, and boom, they take off. And he, he made a world of difference with that offense, and especially with a, you know Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Birdie starting a bunch of games the second half of the season. Christian McCaffrey was enormous for that offense. So I hear you on the Zeke deal, the Todd Gurley deal. There have been some running backs that got broken off and then their production really, really slipped. But right now, the flip side of that would be a guy like Christian McCaffrey, who's still playing at the top of his game, still an elite running back, and made a huge difference with the Niners offense. And he's getting, he's getting paid like as well as you can in this market. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I Yeah, you you absolutely have to be a player who is going to be generational if you are going to want a big deal in this current climate in the running back market. Look at look at the wide receiver market. Yeah. Look at how many guys there are uh, yeah. that are elite. I mean, if the if you look at okay, how many players 
can you replace like what wideouts that if Justin Jefferson, Tariq Hill, Devontae Adams, Diggs, Waddle, Kelsey, if they go out, how many players can you put in in the league and you and you would get similar or equal production? Well, that's the thing. You can't you can't uh, replace the top end guys. But like Austin Eckler said, George, the Chargers running back, he's like the backup wide receivers are making more than me. Yeah, like that, I, that would I drive me crazy. That. Yeah, but okay, okay. So let's say Miles Sanders, who finished fifth in the league in rushing last year, twelve hundred and sixty nine yards and eleven touchdowns. If I put Tony Pollard, who wasn't making money last last year in there. If I put Dante Foreman, if I put Jeff Wilson Jr. or Isaac Pacheco in that position, how much of a drop-off is it really going to be? Mm-hmm. Latavius well, Murray, Khalil Herbert. Like, how right. much more of a drop-off is it going to be compared to at other positions? Well, it depends like, like on, if you yeah. put a backup left tackle in. Well, that's true. That's true. But again, we're not saying that running backs should be making wide receiver money or quarterback money. I'm not saying that. But Austin Eckler, his position is we've got backup, backup wide receivers making more than me. That pisses me off. That's his exact quote. And I'd be looking at, and he's not going to name this, but if I were him, I'm not saying he's looking at it. I'd be looking at it where it's like, you talk about me maybe breaking down as I inch closer to 30 years old. Meanwhile, a guy like Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, these guys are always banged up. They're always big. Mike Williams is walking hamstring injury, and I'm available routinely, and I'm not getting paid because I might break down. Like that, That's the argument that these running backs are facing. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. I mean, it's, it's, rough. It's, it's really, really tough. I mean, when – when you look at the top players in the league for as far as total cash this year, right? I mean, you are very far down the line before you get to like linebackers, uh, before you get to like, I mean, Tremaine Edwards is number 37. I think he's number, number one, the highest linebacker because I don't count Khalil Herbert and TJ Watt and Bosa as linebackers. Those dudes are super, super low on the list. And then, do, do you know how long it is before you get to a tight end? I know, I know that you're like, oh, but the running back. Yo, tight, tight ends are clearly very, very valuable. Low on, low on the list, too. You got Evan Ingram at like $15 million total cash this year. Right. Yeah, Travis Kelsey is well down there as well. Just in well, terms of not, he's not even yeah. up there on total cash because because of the way his contract is structured, right. he got some he got more last year, but then he got fourteen point two this year for Dallas Goddard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. Uh, it's listen, man. I get it. And these teams, like, listen, no team out of the goodness of their heart is going to say, you know what, this running back who's elite, upper echelon. He should be making way more money. And we're going to do the right thing. If they can get away with paying these guys at a discount rate, that's what they're going to do. And that's honestly what they should do. I just hate that this is where the market is. That's all my whole argument is, is the pay doesn't match the production and the amount of touches. But it's not going to change because teams can get away with it. I mean, who do you ever do that in your life, George, when you went to the uh, – 
when you went to the DR and you could, uh, I don't know, you could pay a rate for the house you were staying in. Did you say, I'd actually like to pay more? It's like, Hell no. Nah. But these teams, I was the trying teams to get operate discounts, the same bro. exact way, I'm right? I'm trying yeah. to get discounts. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, do y'all take a... Uh, is is there a discount for an American Express? Is there a discount for you know a a, a black card? Is there a discount for AAA? Is there a di- what whatever there's a discount for? I I need I need all that. Yeah, I'm not trying to pay more for anything. Exactly, and that's the I'm way it works to get with a, the salary cap too. Yeah, right. I'm trying to get a discount on gas, a car, tuition, <laughs> flights. Uh, every everything, yeah, but don't ask me for a discount. <laughs> but don't ask me for a di- discount. No hablo inglés. Hey, Fox Sports Radio has teamed up with TireRack.com to give away a set of four brand new tires. It's valued at up to $1,500. That's every two weeks this summer. That's right. Three lucky listeners will receive a set of four tires plus installation, taxes, and fees valued at up to $1,500. It's the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. Enter daily at FoxSportsRadio.com to increase your chances to win. Yes, you can register every single day. To improve your chances, a winner will be selected every two weeks between now and August 27th for a set of four brand new tires. To enter and get the rules, visit FoxSportsRadio.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we are busy here. We got Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider, coming up next. Right around the corner, we got a lot to discuss. Running backs, the depressing Zoom call throwback uniforms george there's some nice ones some good plans with teams colts not being one of them <laughs> with their alternate jerseys we'll talk about that as well i'm brian though he's george reister we're live here from the tyrac.com <laughs> studios it is fox sports radio enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Want to welcome in Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider. 
You know, Cap, we were just talking about all these throwback uniforms that yeah. are being announced. Tampa's got their like, creamsicle yep. jerseys, yep. the Seahawks, the list goes on and on. How about your Eagles? With the uh, the Kelly Greens, are they? Gonna, yeah, fa- they gonna- God, good to be with you. Yeah, fans really wanted that one. Yeah, they've been waiting for years. You know, Kelly Green. It's it's a lighter green. It's it goes back several decades of when they wore them. And but my favorite one has got to be the Chargers. I'll see them. I'll be with them in about a week, week and a half for a couple of days there uh, in Costa Mesa. So yeah, I love the Chargers, and it's really almost what they wore years ago. So I, I love that one. They got to be right up there. I'd say the Chargers are probably the best one. The Seahawks have not done that before, so it's interesting. Yeah. The, the, and those are the ones that they wore in the seventies. Remember, they were an expansion team in seventy-six, so in the seventies and eighties. So it's going to be fun. Do you remember the Eagles? I remember when McNabb was still there, and these were like lavender and yellow or something. Do you remember those? Yes, that was in oh. two thousand and three or four. That that was the game I think when they wore them, and with the it was yellow. I think Kevin Curtis, you might remember, had like almost 200 yards receiving in that game in Philly <laughs> against Detroit. I think that's who they played. But yes, I do remember that. The worst ones I've ever seen, and nothing rivals it, are the Bumblebee ones that, that the Steelers yeah. wore. Remember Ben Roethlisberger looked like oh, he was in jail yeah. uniform? It was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The quarterback is just awful. Anyway. Uh, Adam, now let's go to this running back situation yeah. because, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I disagree with the presentation of it by by a lot of people because I'm like uh, the owners can choose how they spend salary cap money. Yeah. Is matter. there any like what what are the the personnel people and you know higher ups in the league saying about this? All right, so basically, guys, the the devaluation of the running back position is not anything new. This is not breaking news. This has been going on steadily for years now. The one outlier is Christian McCaffrey's contract with the Panthers from three years ago. Where he signed a deal that averaged over sixteen million, just barely like sixteen point oh one three million. Well, every contract at running back has been lower than that. The 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 ones that got done, Nick Chubbs, Derrick Henry's were either twelve or twelve and a half million per season, which is obviously significantly less than McCaffrey. And McCaffrey obviously because he's a, a two way player as a receiver out of the backfield and a runner, you could understand why he may get more money, but the, guys, that was a long time ago. That's over three years ago, three and a half years ago almost. And it's, look, this is the, the state of the running back position. And I thought Nick Chubb, the Browns running back, who was on that call this week with the, I believe he, yeah, I believe he said he was on the call this week with the other veteran running backs who were talking about this, the running back situation. He talked about it because if you, if you grind these running backs and they have a great year, then you're worried about paying them. And that's, that's the thing. So it, it's a catch-22 that these guys can't win. It's a shame. But, it, you know, it's amazing. When I first started covering the league, and, and I'm sure George could test this when he played, Boy, the running back position was really important years ago, but not yes. quite anymore. Do you see anything changing in no. the running back's favor? No. Well, how could it? Po- Think about it this way, right? You just talked about the CBA being done. Well, you can't go in and change it. First of all, the gar- the, the large guaranteed money is going to go to quarterbacks. That's not going to change. The, the, these contracts, by the way, are completely different than MLB contracts, than NBA contracts. The guarantees are much smaller. And they're not for not as long. So things, guys, are, are just they are the way they are. They're not going to change. Uh, look, look at the best free agent deal, the best free agent deal uh, for any running back who, who was unsigned and was going to leave their team. Miles Sanders got six point two five million. That was the best deal, by the way. Slot cornerbacks get a lot more than that these days in the National Football League. Yeah, are, now, 
like with the with the Zoom call and all of this stuff, yeah. I was just like, I, I just don't I don't know. I don't believe anything can be be done. But do you believe that when there is labor negotiations again, that the uh, tags could be up for negotiation? Because I don't think that players yeah. really want shorter contracts, because then that means that they would give up on guys faster and actually have more roster turnover. Well, George, actually, in recent years, a lot of agents have been doing three and four year deals where the clubs like to get would like to get five or six. That's really the big sea change at most positions. And then you're going to continue to see that now at running back. It's kind of this is the problem that you have here. You've got the you've got two tags, you've got the fifth year option and then you got the two tags. So literally you can do you could if you're a club, you could avoid doing extension for seven years. I mean, that, at the running back position, that, that's, just, that's not going to change. Now, on your point, well, we've got a lot of years to go. Remember, they signed a 10-year CBA extension uh, in 2020, so they've got a long time to wait. And these guys will be obviously well-retired by the time that comes up. But you're right, George. That's a good point. There's got to be something else. that the, you know, maybe, maybe you can only tag a player for one year. Or obviously the, ta- the, the, the tag, by the way, just over $10 million for running backs this season. You know, that's another issue. It, it, it's just, it is what it is, as, uh, as Saquon Barkley said. There's not much you can do. He's Adam Kaplan, FSR, NFL insider, joining us here. Uh, the, the trendiest NFL bet in terms of most wins for the 2023 season, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Huh, They're at 16-1, yeah. to 1, and about 40% of the money is on Jacksonville. They're coming off a 9-8 and eight year, Cap. What do you think about where Jacksonville is positioned among the rest of the AFC teams right now. Can you see them winning the most games in the NFL? No, but here's the thing, and I'll admit it, I was wrong on two teams really badly last season. Well, the over-under for the Jaguars last season was five and a half. And by the way, if, if you took over, you got great odds because no one thought they'd be any good. And I was there last summer uh, with the Jaguars. They were at Episcopal High School is where uh, Mark Brunel uh, was coaching. Now he's coaching, he's the quarterback's coach for the Lions, but you really couldn't tell. The one thing, Brian, you could tell being around that team for a day, you want to talk about it, Doug Peterson being a breath of fresh air. So you knew they were going to be better than they were the year before. But who knew that they'd be, they'd be in the playoffs? And by the way, of the eight divisions, they are the biggest uh, odds maker. They're the most favorite to win their division. Now, the, the signing of DeAndre Hopkins, and I, I probably will see the Titans hosting the, uh, the Patriots for joint practices uh, in, in uh, third week of August, but... I, it's going to help Tennessee because they don't have they, they had a really bad wide receiver group, but the Jaguars are clearly better. They should have the best roster, the best quarterback. That's not even in question. And I got to give Doug Peterson credit. The job that he did last year, uh, he was, I believe he was my vote for coach of the year. I vote in two polls, and he should have been. What a job he did! What what a turnaround he, he's done in Jacksonville. And uh, Adam, we got a chance to see. Well, have you have you had a chance to see the uh, the quarterback show on? Netflix? I have not on Netflix. I've heard about it. No, I've not oh, seen it. Dude, dying I to see it, it though. Everyone's asking me. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I loved it. Why do you now, like it so much? Why do you like it so much? Because it, it gave us a different like. I mean, as being a former player, you get a chance to see these things up close. But even still, like so much, I didn't even know. And and a guy that I banged on a lot, Kirk Cousins, I still think that, I still think what I think about him as a player. But to understand how much work he puts in and all that, like it, it gives you a different level of respect too. Yeah, he's you know he's been very durable. I, I guess they said was it a shoulder injury he revealed? 
Oh, or rib. rib or trip rib, shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, all season long. Right, and he I, I'd have to go back. I don't know if he was on the injury report for it, and, which is another thing. We continue to see teams play with injury reports where they don't list a guy with a specific injury. So we'll see if the league says anything about that. But, yeah, Kirk Cousins, the thing is, guy's a winning quarterback. Um, he was not the reason why they did not go far in the playoffs, why the Giants really handled them. The, the, their defense was terrible in the back end. That's why they made a change on that side of the football. I think he just said, I, I think Kirk Cousins stinks, but I kind of like him now. I, no, yeah, I we have a new respect for him. Right, stinks. Right, sure. I, just, I just said that I think he's a, a good two-down quarterback and, and is great when the sun's up. Yeah, by the That's way, it. Cap, we had a couple of lists come out, like the ESPN list of the top 10 quarterbacks, yeah. uh, the Madden NFL 24 rankings of the top 10 guys. It's always a, a big point of debate. Is there anybody in the top 10 that – that you have beef with where you say that's it's a little too high, maybe they shouldn't be in the top ten. Do you approach it like that at all? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see the list, so I, it's hard for me to comment. But I'll give you the top yeah, ten Madden guys, okay. okay? So it goes, Matt, it goes Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, followed by Lamar, Hertz, Herbert, Dak, Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and Ooh. Tua Tungavailoa. Well, honestly it's hard to put anyone else on that list because there's so many questions, right? Now, Tua, I don't, I don't know he'd be in my top 10 because of his injury history, which is pretty significant. He certainly, when healthy, does a good job. But if you look at, all the, if you look at the young quarterbacks, Houston's got a new guy, Carolina's got a new guy. I'm, gonna have, I'm probably going to put Trevor Lawrence somewhere around 10 to 12, that area. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is one year. And again, he had a really good one year. His first year was horrendous, but there were reasons for it. Where did it, where did where was Herbert on that list by the way? Um, in Madden, goodness, um, uh, he, Justin Herbert was sixth. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I honestly, if you look at Purdy, J- Kyler Murray's coming off a bad injury. If if you look at Geno Smith, can't be in there. I mean, who you really? Quite frankly, look look at oh the questions. Uh, Jared Goff had a great year, but now they, they're they're down uh, with guys available to play at the receiver position. Jordan Love's an unknown. Washington is, is obviously with a new quarterback. Daniel Jones probably wouldn't be on my list. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I can't disagree with it because you've got half the league with significant question marks at the quarterback position. Uh, Adam, uh, the Chiefs fans are nervous in the service right now because Chris Jones is not in camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, are you surprised that, that any player is willing to, you know, to, to take these fines and this fine money considering that they can't be rescinded. Yep. In fact, the old CBA, you could rescind it, and, and almost every team would when the guy got his extension. It was rare for a team because the money goes to charity. So, yeah, here, here, yeah. So Jones, by the way, just turned 29. See, the thing is, now he, by the way, he's coming off a great year. And I remember when they were doing his first extension, there were questions because – there were some maturity issues for him coming out of Mississippi State, and, and he's put that all behind him. He's been a terrific player for them and a terrific pass rusher as a second-round pick in 2016. But when you look at his career, been very consistent, one of their team leaders. Now, Quentin Williams, let's not forget, this is Quinn, you know, people are talking about he should get Quentin Williams' deal, $24 million a year. And Jones, by the way, got 20, $20 million a year in his last extension, he's, uh, that four-year deal. When you really look at that situation, Quentin Williams obviously is much younger. It's Williams' first extension. And we have to understand he's just a younger player, and that's, that's part of the holdup here. He's not going to miss games. They'll get this done. I, I don't worry about these things. Now, you're right, George. 
they can't rescind these these fifty thousand dollar fifty thousand dollar a day fines. I am surprised by that part of it, but again, it, when you're talking about when it gets, let's say twenty two million, I hate to call it chump change. And hey, Chris Jones, it's his money; he could do what he wants with it. Now, if he misses four, five, six weeks, then then you're talking about over a million. So that that's a different story. Hey, that means that means the money on the deal got to go up, buddy. <laughs> Every yeah, million, sure, two million, sure. got to come, got to get added on top. Adam, you're the man. Appreciate your time. Hope okay. you have a good rest of the evening. You too, and I'll come from you next Sunday. Yeah, I'll be on the road, so we'll see where I'm at. We'll, we'll okay. talk next week. Really? Do you know where you're going to be? Yeah, I know I'm going to be with the Giants, the Eagles, the Steelers at a minimum. I will be in L.A. the following week, and I'm just finalizing that trip to see the Chargers, Rams, and Cowpokes, I think. Wow, very nice, man. You're making the rounds over there. Yeah, for my friends at Pro Football Network, who I just uh, just actually announced that a week ago that I'm working for them. So Really cool. See what happens. Yeah. All okay. right, man. We'll catch Thanks. you soon. Later. There he is, Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL insider. And, uh, man, good stuff. He's, man, he's on the move. <laughs> he's seen in camp left and right. And it's yeah. funny, too, where we're talking about, like, Chris Jones' chump change and we're having this whole running back conversation. I just uh, picture these running backs, like, 22 or 20-plus million dollars. They're, like, foaming at the mouth. They're drooling, like, oh, my gosh, that's years for us to get that type of money right there. Crazy how the market is like that. But listen, Chris Jones is spectacular. He's a fantastic player. All right, we've got Monsi Bolaños with us. She's got an update and maybe some good news for my <laughs> July 23rd Houston Astros here. Yes, they just took the lead. You are right. Astros are beating the A's in Oakland 3-2. to two. It's the top of the ninth inning. So you should be okay. You How can should. you cheer for those chumps? I know. It's uh, hard. You got to put your uh, your rooting interest to the side and gambling. Yeah, here, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, 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 I just don't bet on it. Yeah, just I, don't. I, exactly. Pick a different parlay, Brian. Yeah. Come on. They're playing the A's. Get with they're, it. They're playing the Even Oakland A's. Even if it's A's. an obvious answer. No, get with it. Come on. All money ain't good money, man. Ooh, that's good. That's, that's good. false. That, that is false. <laughs> if you talk to the running backs, they won't agree. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Blue Jays and Mariners were tied, but now the Blue Jays are on top 4-3. to three. They're about to start the eighth inning in Seattle. And the Angels are holding on to their lead, but the Pirates have scored. So it's 7-5, to five, bottom of the eighth inning in Anaheim. In the NFL, you guys, we were making jokes. You guys were talking about it, that the NFL running backs took part in a Zoom call on Saturday. It was organized by Chargers running back Austin Eckler. Some of the running backs that were in attendance were Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and Josh Jacobs. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, he passed his training camp physical, so he's expected to begin training camp with his teammates. Ravens have reinstated and activated wide receiver Rashad Bateman from the reserve did not report list. Earlier today, Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid said that wide receiver Kadarius Toney tweaked his knee at practice today and had to leave early. The Detroit Lions obviously have been getting a lot of love and attention this offseason, and this is what their head coach Dan Campbell had to say about that. I think it's always the thing that's going to worry you is the hype train. I mean, as with most coaches, you know, this thing is just taking off and it's out of control right now. And that's fine as long as we stay focused on the job at hand and the work. I just keep going back to that. Uh, we got to put the work in and, uh, and earn it. Second-year defensive end Aiden Hutchinson says it's pretty impossible for them to ignore all this, like, outside chatter. So they're trying to keep this underdog mentality 
because they haven't won anything yet. So they're like trying to keep a balance in the locker room. Back to you guys. Good stuff, Monty. I do what nice. I can. You do, do what, what you I can. can, even though I don't want the Astros to win. I'm not going to lie to you. Though. Fantastic. <laughs> now, if the A's were up 3-2, awful up. Terrible up. That's how that works. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. You're on Fox Sports Radio. I just had uh, – it's always it's not quite rat poison, what Nick Saban talks about with the hype train and getting all the love and all of that, but Dan Campbell, a little bit of a, a similar version of we're getting all kinds of hype and love right now, but got to put the work in and earn it. Um, but he's right. Uh, the hype train is really out of control right now with the Detroit Lions. They're the favorites oh, to win the NFC North. Oh, th- this has gone way too far. I mean, I can't even tell you. This has gone way too far. I was in on the Detroit Lions to make the playoffs and all of this stuff, and now, nope, nope, no. forget about it. No shot. Too no much, more. too it, much hype. Right, it's over. Yeah. It's over, dude. It, it, th- this has gone so far past like common sense. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, if you and look they got at all the, the players su- suspended too. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, Jamison Williams being out is a big deal, but um, Detroit is plus one thirty. The Vikings are plus two fifty. So if you're not a big gambler, that's fine, no worries. The the Lions are a little bit better than even money. So if you bet twenty bucks, you basically earn a little bit more than twenty bucks. If yeah, you bet that on the the that, Vikings, that's no. two and a half to one. You get two and a half times whatever you, you put down. Yes, you need. You should be getting money on the Lions, man. Well, like, like that's like that would be like in the preseason, the Orioles being the favorite in the AL in the AL East. Uh-huh. Like, yes, they may go on to win the division, but. That ain't the likely outcome. <laughs> right. It should be yeah. more than just even yeah, money cor- or a little correct. bit better. Than, yeah, you're right about that. Correct. And the Bears and the Packers, they're around four to one. Packers are almost five to one. See, that's <laughs> a – uh, uh, <laughs> that, that could get sneaky right there with either one of those teams. And P, it, it's so funny, though, is that when, when people get to predicting the NFL, it, it's like they forget history. It's like that they forget how these things work. There are seven new playoff teams every single year and at least two teams that double their win total. So th- this happens every year, not, not, not some years, not every other year, not occasionally. This is law, right? Right. So, so that means Kansas City, Buffalo, Bengals, Jaguars, Chargers, Ravens, and Dolphins – Philly, 49ers, Vikings, Bucks, Cowboys, Giants, and Seahawks. Seven of those teams are gone. Man. I mean, and it's hard to see. And that was why last year I picked the Giants. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs. I did pick them to double the win total. Thought Seattle had a shot. So, like, if we go through the AFC, no. Yeah. I think that if – well, I don't even think. If Patrick Mahomes starts and finishes the uh, season, then the Chiefs are going to the playoffs, right? Yes. So are the Bengals. They should. Yes, it's a tougher division, but they should. Yeah. And then you got – and then from there, you got Bills, Jaguars, Chargers, Ravens, and Dolphins. All of those teams aren't going to make it. Probably three of them are gone. 
Right. Find me find me three teams quickly who are going to be gone. No. It's tough. It is. It's tough to see that where you're right. There are seven seven of the 14 are gone <laughs> the next year, right? The, the 14 playoff teams from last season, half of them will not make it this season. And it is not easy to handpick those seven teams that are going to be out. There's going to be one team that you're like, not them. They're going to get ravaged by injuries and they're not going to make it. There's going to be one of those teams where that occurs. If you're looking at, you said just the AFC, George? Yeah. If you're Okay, the seven teams. So Chiefs should be in as long as Mahomes is upright. It's hard to see the Bills not being a playoff team. I could see them not winning the division. Yeah. But not making the playoffs is, is tough to see. The Jacks play in such a favorable division. Chargers have a lot of talent. Ravens get Lamar back. The Dolphins, if Tua is upright, they could be much better than a seven seed. Who are you taking out? That's the that's the thing that that means that you have to. I am going to go. I'm I'm gonna say the Jets still miss the playoffs. <laughs> still miss. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think that you're either gonna have a resurgence of like the Broncos or the Browns could get in. The Steelers are gonna be either right on the cusp or getting in. Yeah. At nine, they, they were nine and eight because we know that Tomlin does not have losing seasons. So that means they're going to be on the uh, cusp. That means that the that means that the Bills, Jaguars, Chargers, or Ravens or Dolphins, somebody's got to go. Well, and, and I'm going to go with the Dolphins. How e- dare even you? E- even though I do think that they have a very <laughs> talented team, so this is no indictment on their team, coach, anything. This is just the way the NFL works. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. And I'm going to go with, unfortunately, the Chargers. Well, hey, man, crazier things have happened. Um, I'll say real fast, if you play the realistic what-if game, realistic, what if Deshaun Watson has a bounce-back year for the Browns? Yes. They, they absolutely can be a playoff team. What if Russell Wilson with Sean Payton has a resurgence? Yes. That's possible, too. What yes, if? and that bumps the Chargers out. That could bump, like those things can cause so much movement. Or if the Jets are good, and then the Dolphins finish nine and eight again, except for nine and eight is outside of the playoffs. Right, and if Rodgers pops with a good defense, they're absolutely capable of being a playoff team. Yeah, and they're, then the Bills barely miss because uh, yeah. they're losing games now against the Jets and against the uh, Dolphins. If that division cannibalizes itself, bro, it could get nasty time out here. It can get crazy real fast. All right, coming up next, the superstar that's like Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. Details on the way. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. This is Fox Sports Radio. If you ain't first, you're last. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. I saw a quote from Steph Curry. He's talking about his relationship with LeBron James, George, and he started off saying it's complex. <laughs> he was doing an interview with Sports Illustrated. He said it's a, a complex relationship because, listen, they're rivals on the court. And he closed it saying, hey, LeBron's a great dude. He's a great friend, great competitor. But it went from he's sort of like a mentor early in Steph's career to they're duking it out in four straight finals appearances and then also met in the playoffs this past season. So I like how he uh, framed it. He said it's complex. 
It made me think of Talladega Nights here. You tell me if I'm off base on this or not, George. But okay, I have a. I feel like LeBron is a bit like Ricky Bobby, who's played by Will Ferrell, and it's this scene. It's not the greatest audio, but uh, take a listen real fast. It would be really awesome if, like, you could slingshot me in for a win. Yeah, but okay, but if you won, how how am I gonna win? <laughs> right, like. Uh, isn't LeBron sort of like Ricky Bobby was like, wait a minute, wait, wait if you win, how am I going to win, though? That's the thing. How am I going to win? And that's why I think it's complex with Steph and LeBron because LeBron wants to be the guy. He wants to be the guy on top. Yeah, he's like, I, w- I want us both to win, but uh, but how- I don't understand how that's supposed to work, though. That's right. And if there can only be one guy, it's got to be me. And I can yeah. see how that can hey, strain a friendship a bit. Sure. I don't think it's straining their their friendship. I think it's de- that the roles are just clearly defined. That that we are competitors. That we are, but at the, but at the same time, we are going to like. I'm not relenting anything to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that if you want anything, you got to come take it, pal. Right. You got to come take it because this is mine unless I give it up. I mean, and and I think that that last year's series, Warriors against um, against Lakers. I mean, that was the first time that they've met in the playoffs when it wasn't the finals. Mm-hmm. So that meant something to both of them because those are the two premier players of this generation. Like this is the LeBron era, but it's also the Steph era too. Because mm-hmm. Steph has changed bas- – like, LeBron has changed basketball off the court more than any player ever. He has off the court. Now, my, mind you, there have been other players who've done well in business and all of this, but what he's done in terms of while he's still playing and being at the top of the game – the more than an athlete player empowerment and even bigging up other players when they do dope stuff on a night in and night out basis, he'll tweet about, you know, about Trey young or whoever. Sure. But he wants to have the greatest limelight. Yes, That's the thing is I think of it like you remember back in the day when magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas, before the game tipped off, they would kiss each other on the cheek. And then they would try to kill each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think LeBron's as likely to do that. Or I think it, it trickles over to off the court at times as well. Or we get our top 10 lists around the corner. Oh, what is your biggest top 10 QB beef? We will get to that momentarily. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, George. So on the heels of the ESPN list of the top 10 quarterbacks, we get the Madden NFL 24 top 10 QB list. I'm curious what your biggest beef is. I've got my biggest beef. But this is uh, the top 10 according to Madden. Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen. That's one, two, three. Yep. Followed by Lamar, Hertz, Herbert, Dak, Rogers, Kirk Cousins, and Tua, Tua, Tua Tungavailoa to round out the top ten. Now, 
Out of those guys, what's your biggest beef? Oh, the, the see now it's funny that you asked that because the the main question, right? And and the main thing that people are always talk, talking about that that well that they're not talking about that they should be talking about is the is the overall attributes. Because when they put out the overall attributes, that is a different that's a different thing because there are players who have higher attributes, but then turn around and don't have as high of a rating. Now, now, I I loved that that Joe Burrow was so high on this list. I was actually surprised that Aaron Rodgers was so low on the list. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, granted, last year was not spectacular at all, but that assumes a major fall off. Right. No, that's legit. Like, (laughs) going into this year, are you expecting more from Dak or Aaron Rodgers? I mean, that's a legitimate question. I'm expecting more from Rodgers. Um, I would say it's got to be... I would say Dak needs it more. But I would say that Aaron Rodgers would will probably be expected to do more. Yeah, I just think if we're, you know, if we're choosing Aaron Rodgers teams, is an eighty six overall. Like right, I feel like he should be like a. Me. I mean, with Patrick Mahomes as a ninety nine, Burrow's a ninety five. I actually like that big of a gap between those two. Josh Allen at ninety four, Lamar at ninety one, Jalen Hurts at eighty eight. Dak at 87, Herbert at 87, Rodgers at 86, Kirk Cousins at 84, and then two at 83. Well, that's the thing. If we take it back to the playground, if we're picking teams, I'm not picking Dak in 2023 over Rodgers in 2023. That, that's the way I'm looking at this. It, he was coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons and the Packers lost Devontae Adams and had a bunch of young dudes. Remember when Christian Watson dropped a walk-in touchdown in week one against the Vikings? You know what yep. I mean? Like Some of that's on the young guys. And so to go over to New York, I'm not saying they're swimming with talent, but Garrett Wilson, as the offensive rookie of the year, he's a baller. The talent is better with the Jets than what he just left with the Packers. Oh, oh how, how, how about this, though? After one season... Russell Wilson at 18 oh, behind man. Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, yeah. Derek that's... Carr, and Watson last year? Well, that's the thing is, if we're talking about last year or recently, Deshaun was not good last season, and then he missed the entire season before that while he was you yeah. know, on the sideline and exactly. going through the case and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you got – Daniel Jones ahead of Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that's crazy too because the ESPN list they had Stafford at tenth. That's absolute, dude. That <laughs> it, that is Super Bowl bias, and people forget that in that Super Bowl season he threw like seventeen picks. Well, yeah, that's true. But coming off the season he had, I, I don't see how you and can he's not healthy in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah, but the interesting thing is that the 49ers have quarterbacks at 25 and Brock Purdy. Then they got um, Trey Lance at 31 and then Sam Darnold at 32. So, so So the 49ers have three quarterbacks inside the top 32. There are only 32 teams. Yeah, the Colts don't have one quarterback in the top 32. 
Yeah. The uh, Packers, they have Jordan Love at 36. Oof. <laughs> and, how dare, and how dare you put Marcus Mariota below Will Levis and Taysom Hill and <laughs> Zach Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> They've got Somebody Mariota under Will Levis. Oh, I love that. That's hilarious, man. Yeah. And I mean, then they got Sam Howell at 49. Oh, well, he's QB1 he's right be, now. He's behind Malik Willis and oh, Mike White, wow. Trubisky, That's... Tyler Huntley, Hendon Hook. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. I would say, you might push back on this, George, but my biggest beef in the top 10, Lamar Jackson at fourth. At number four, he's Come on. attributed to that high. It, it, it's his. It's his. Um, it's his general attributes. Well, that's fine, but that's the thing is, uh, I'd look at it like this: playing quarterback is a lot like playing guitar. Follow me on this one, George. If you're a great guitar player, that's cool, but it can only take you so far. You got to be a great songwriter, right? Like, if you're just good at playing guitar, what's that really going to get you? Uh, maybe you can play in a cover band. You can impress your friends. Maybe you get a girlfriend out of it. No, There's some, you can. No, you can be in a band. A, you can a, be in a, a band, but if you can't band. write songs, it doesn't matter. You've got to be able to write songs. Lamar Jackson is one of the most winning quarterbacks in the NFL. Lamar Jackson is a great guitarist. He's not a great songwriter. You need to wash that's, your mouth. That's out with exactly soap. You what need it is. To wash your he mouth has, out with soap. He has the highlight plays. He's got the jaw dropping talent. He has yeah, like that seventy six percent win percentage on his career. Okay, he's got all and those. what happens when it really counts? When we get to the playoffs, he's got more interceptions than touchdowns. What about durability? Not there. Missing five games each of the last two seasons. Missed a playoff game on top of that last season, so that gets him to 11. Missed games over the last two years. It's funny how people look sideways at Tua, and I get it from a health standpoint, and then just give Lamar a free pass as if he's not missing five games each of the last two years. It's great. He wilts in the playoffs. He can't remain upright. Yes, Wilts. Wow. He threw a pick six he's against the Bills young, to lose bro. the game. Like, do you realize he's still young? He's I realize that than- he's had one sensational season. His second year, he was out. He was awesome, and that was the same year that he wet himself against the Titans when they were a one seed and did nothing so, in the playoffs. He is a young quarterback still. Like, what do you not understand? He's about young. That? He's not top four as we speak right now. Coming off the last two, he's seasons. top four in Madden. He's not top four in in the league. Well, he's hey, top four in Madden. That, okay, fine. Well, that's if we're talking real you can football. Get attributed. <laughs> we're talking real football. Not top four. Okay, not top four. Okay, so okay, so in so in real football, who are you putting in your top four? Top four. Okay, so I go Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, and right here, right now, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. What? Yes, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. He's coming you, off of two back-to-back MVP seasons. No, you a bunch no of he's not. He's guys. coming off a bummy season. Yeah, yeah a bunch That's of young guys off. He's, last He's coming season. off a bummy season. And people are going way too far with that. I would have... Rogers fourth, and I'm going with Jalen Hurts number five. That's my top five, George. What does your top five look like? Wow. 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 Patrick Mahomes one. Okay. Joe Joey Burrow B. two. Yep. Huh? K- Joey B. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's, uh, that feels, that Cousins. feels pretty easy. Granted, <laughs> Cousins. And there's not a snowball's chance in hell that I'm putting Kirk Cousins in my top five. 
I am putting um, probably either Lamar, Josh Allen. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, are you really debating between these two guys? Yeah. Are you serious? What has Josh Allen done? Has Josh Allen got ability? Better in the playoffs? Beat Lamar head-to-head when Lamar's throwing a pick six against the Bills? All right. All right. All right. All right. What? Those are facts. Dude, dude, Josh Allen is going to be the uh, Phillip Rivers of this generation. Wow. Yeah? Yes. He's not going to get to go to Super Bowls. They're – their uh, team potential, that, like the conversation surrounding him, and granted, it is not going to be fair because it's not going to be his his fault. But the conversation surrounding him is going to change after this year. Then people are going to be like, oh, can he get it done? And can mm-hmm. he beat Patrick Mahomes? Like, it, it's an unfair con- conversation for a great player because Josh Allen is a great player. Okay, and so I'm got- also not going to be the one who, like – like, yes, Jalen Hurts has gotten better. And, yes, he was incredible in the uh, Super Bowl. But I'm not putting him uh, – like, I mean, I, I guess you do have to put him in the top five. I am. Yeah, but, I'm putting him there. But think about this. There is less uh, – and, and right right now I feel – like I can't even rank Aaron Rodgers cause I, cause, because I feel like rank ranking – I'm going to tell you why. It's because ranking Aaron Rodgers feels like ranking Tom Brady last year. They're so old. They have such a body of work that it's, it, it, it's like ranking LeBron James in the NBA right, right, right now. Like you can't fully assess properly where, where he is because he's older. Skills have diminished, but he's still one of the best players in the, in, in the league. So you can't fully, truly – give an accurate assessment You're crazy like that's that the thing here's the thing you're not comparing rogers now to rogers then or when brady was playing brady you know last season to brady in his prime you're comparing those guys yeah to but their you peers. can't rank you're, them properly because sure they because they no you can't yes, because you can. because they have intangibles and they have history it feels wrong to put them lower and it, it they're they're so much uh, other stuff that goes into ranking them that that you can't fairly rank them when you uh, like guys who are historical when they get very very old well you, you just, gotta look at the can't. here and now you can't look at the heyday or at their peak and you also at the same rate you can't blow out of proportion how much they have supposedly slipped you know what I mean like Aaron Rodgers projecting to this season okay when he has Garrett Wilson, and when you've got Brees Hall, and you've got a legitimate cast around you, like legitimate, un- un- unless not, last year was the beginning of the end. I don't think it was. I don't. I think that I, it 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 may not have been. I'm just saying, is it is that possible? Yes, right. It's possible, but okay. Like, I mean, Aaron it, it happens to everybody at like, some point. It I happens don't think to, it's happening everybody to Aaron Rodgers at, at 39. I, I don't. When we just saw Brady get to like nearly forty-five, I don't think that the wheels are falling off the tracks for Aaron Rodgers at thirty-nine. I just don't see that. There's a difference between off the tracks and just being a, you know, a top fourteen, fifteen quarterback. The, well, and the thing, a, yeah, I hear you. And the thing with Jalen Hurts, he's still is, better than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and, Kirk, that, and Kirk Cousins is a top 15 quarterback. In the Madden rankings, Rodgers is just ahead of Kirk Cousins. Like He's one ahead of Kirk right there. Look, man, if you look because at Jalen Hurts. Kirk Hertz, is a stats machine. I, I'll tell you this about Jalen Hurts real fast. Is If you look at Hurts and Herbert, Okay, you have more to go on with Herbert in the NFL. He's been around for slightly longer. You got more stats. You feel stronger of like, okay, this is the real deal. Jalen Hurts, you need to see it more. But you tell me, George, if Jalen, if Justin Herbert had a season like Jalen last year, he's in the MVP debate. Oh, he would he would be in the top three, just like right, just like, like he, Joe, he takes his Joe team Burrow to the right Super Bowl. Now? He balls out in the Super Bowl, and they're a whisker away from winning it. Like we're not ranking. If the roles are reversed, we're not ranking Herbert. You know, we're not ranking Jalen Hurts, who didn't get to the playoffs, above Justin Herbert, who just took his team to the doorstep of a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So that's what I take into account with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. If 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 it was reversed, yeah. oh yeah, it would be totally. Yeah, they would be. Oh, they'd be yeah, like, oh, it, Herbert, it'd be totally electric. Is, but there's a little bit of hesitancy with Jalen Hurts, and I get that. But you can't blow it out of proportion, and I feel like some people are. Um, oh, but, for, oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of this top 10, Lamar, most overrated player in the NFL. Um, that's just what he is. I'm not telling you he can't play. I'm just telling you the mainstream opinion of Lamar is way rosier than the reality. Way rosier. And right. so he's the most overrated guy right here, right, right. now. <clears throat> 33 touchdowns, 20 picks the last couple of years. That's, that's <laughs> like shrug your shoulders like, uh, okay. On top of getting banged up and not doing anything in the playoffs when they're there? Yeah. No, I can't have him in my top five. You got him third or fourth, George? Who? Lamar. Lamar um, I'm, I'm going to put him fourth because uh, health has been an issue. It has. It has definitely been an issue. Your comments more than welcome. At the No Show, at George Reister. That's where you can get us on Twitter. Feel free to check in. All right. Uh, by the way, I want to tell you about this. Fox Sports Radio has teamed up with TireRack.com, giving away a set of four brand-new tires valued up to $1,500. That's right. Every two weeks this summer, three lucky listeners will receive a set of four tires plus installation, taxes, fees, valued up to $1,500. bucks. it is on the house, basically. It's the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. Enter daily at FoxSportsRadio.com. To increase your chances to win, yes, you can register every single day to improve your chances. A winner will be selected every two weeks between now and August 27th for a set of four brand-new tires. To enter and get the rules, visit uh, tire, visit FoxSportsRadio.com. It's sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, we got a lot to do here, George. I, I want to hear your response to, I think it's a compelling argument about the downside of major changes. That's on the way. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. So Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss head football coach, he uh, got some attention for his comments at SEC Media Days here, George. He was talking about how NIL... You know, where players can make a buck off their name, image, and likeness, coupled with the transfer portal, how this is uh, a disastrous situation for college football. Here are some of his comments. Check this out. I don't think that there's any other sports at any level uh, that are like this, that really you every year can opt into free agency, really twice a year. And, I mean, I was just thinking on a plane ride over here. What if you had that in other sports? You know, Tom Brady, Asia Wilson, Lionel Messi, LeBron James. What if every year those guys can opt into free agency twice a year, really, and they got no long-term contracts? Basically, everybody's not even on a one-month contract because they can leave in two windows. So um, it's just created a lot of issues and these roster changes. And I'm not complaining about it because we take advantage, obviously, of of free agency. But at the same time, I don't think that's really good for college football. What do you think, George? There's a lot to unpack there. I've got my thoughts. I'm curious what you think about this. Yeah. Cry me a river, right? That the smallest violin in the world, bro. Wow, like, really? Like, oh, it's not good. Oh, oh, do you know what else is not good? Coaches making promises to families and then bouncing. That's what's, that's what's not good. Not continuity for coaching. Link, Lincoln Riley leaving while he's under contract. What good does, does a, a contract do? He's like, we need these guys to be under contract. You left while you were under contract at FAU. Like what? Like what? what the, the the audacity! The, and I like Lane Kiffin. I think uh-huh. he's a good coach. But the idea that oh, player, oh man, what if what if these guys are free agents? College football coaches are free agents every single year. That's how Brian Kelly left your Notre Dame and went down to LSU. Mm-hmm. They're free agents every single year. And now that the players can actually, it it it, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. It ain't no fun now that the rabbit got the gun. That's the problem. And do you know what else? No, 
I do not want to hear anybody complaining because especially these big name head coaches making at seven, eight, nine million dollars a year. Oh, dude, everybody has some part of their job that sucks. Every, and if keeping your roster together is hard, then, oh, sorry. That's why you're paid the big bucks, buddy. That's why you're paid the big bucks to figure it out. And, and all of these coaches complaining about it. And I know that Lane is not complaining about it the same way that dudes like Dabo Sweeney. Well, as soon as right. at the point in time players getting paid, I'll go do something else. Right, right, and, right. And do you know what Dabo's still doing right now? He's still coaching. Still collecting nine, ten million dollars a year, buddy. <laughs> I I called him a liar when he when he said it. And and generally, I like Dabo. I think he's I think he's a well intentioned, principled, good man overall. And a hell of a football coach, but he was lying when he said that. He didn't. He, he might have thought he meant it, but everybody knew he wasn't giving up this cushy job at Clemson, yeah. making all this money doing. It was what a he fake loves. bluff. It was a bluff. You know, bluff, it was a bl- yes. we called his bluff on that one. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. Is I hear you. I definitely hear what you're saying, George. But because you make a lot of money, are you then not allowed to say? Something that there are good aspects to NIL in the transfer portal, as he outlined. And there are things that make it more challenging to win consistently. Like, what's wrong with voicing that? I don't understand. Like, you got to be lockstep. Like, everything's like, it's just great across the board. When it's not, it makes things more difficult at times. it's It's not what you say all the time. It's how you say it. And at the point in time where you sound like you're complaining or like you're like, oh, dude, it's, it's, it's like imagine if players were free agents every single year. It'd be terrible. Um, if coaches are free agents, coaches, whether it's the assistants or the head coaches are free agents every single year, no matter whether they are under contract or not. So. So the idea that that's your problem, nah, nah, we don't, we don't want to hear nothing, nothing about it, unless you plan on honoring your contract from soup to nuts, and 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 when it comes to somebody else offering you a bigger one, Lane, if you make the college football playoff, and you're like, no, 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 we don't need to renegotiate because I have a contract already. Yeah, Dude, I just, I, I, I get your standpoint. I get it. It's just, I look at it like this. If a player is at a school and the coach leaves, there are going to be a lot of those players that say, man, this makes things more difficult. You might have gone to that school partly or even primarily because of that coach. And now that he's gone, that makes things more challenging. We wouldn't have an issue with the player saying that. But heaven forbid the coach, and granted he might be making seven, eight, nine million million, $9 million, so it's different. But if the coach says, man, I just lost a couple of five-star recruits to the transfer portal. This sucks. This makes things more challenging. And then all the venom comes out like, you shouldn't say any of those things. And what are we supposed to say? You know what I mean? Like, it's taken so much differently. Because he's getting guys out of the portal. And and that's what Lane actually said, which I was cool with. Right, right. Yo, we take advantage of the portal as well. That's right. I, I just don't think it's good for uh, sports. And maybe it's not the way it's currently constructed. By the way, what do you think about that, George? Because I think it's great for college football. I don't think it's great at times for college football head coaches, but I think overall it's great for college football. I love it. I love that players can maximize their, their money because you actually have a finite amount of time 
to have your highest earning potential in life. A finite amount of time. Sure. Your your time can be when you are, um, you know, when you're Macaulay Culkin and you're young. It can be when you are, you know, an old man like like uh, like Warren Buffett. It can be somewhere in between. But at some point in time, you're going to have the highest five, 10 years that you're ever going to be able to earn money. And the idea that players shouldn't be able to earn money until they get out of college, go to the league. Only one percent of them go to the league. And then out of that, only a few of them actually make big, big bucks. So if so, while you are generating money for everybody else and remember, they're like, it's amateur sports. We're losing amateurism. It's professional sports for everybody else. It's professional sports for the coaches, for the athletic directors, for the administrators, for the uh, coaching staff, for the support staff, for the uh, for the ticket sales people, for the, the donors and the booster people, for the people building the stadiums and raising money. It's professional sports for everybody else, except for for some reason. We want the players for it to not be professional sports. Well, that's oh, okay. That, that it doesn't sense. work like that. I hear you, but that's the thing is, I think it's good for college football overall that you get some movement. Like, look at NFL free agency; it's huge every single year. Yep. Like, how is free agency in college football a bad thing? Were you not going to watch LSU with Joe Burrow just because he was a transfer? You know what I mean? Did that make it? bad that <laughs> make your college football viewing experience worse i i think the movement is interesting i don't think that's bad for college football at all i think it can be more challenging for coaches and they'll bellyache from time to time but you can't sell me that it's bad for college football think about the old system where if you were to transfer from an fbs school to no, another fbs school you had to sit out for an entire year yeah. how is it better for college football to have some of like really talented players, maybe big name players, have to sit out for an entire year. That's not better for college football at all. Well, you should have some sort of penalty for transferring. But no, do I coaches? Yeah. No, that's why I never agreed with that. I think there shouldn't be a penalty if a, a player transfers. So I get it. Listen, man, it's the wild, wild west compared to what it was. It definitely is. <laughs> and, and I understand there are some challenges related to that as a head coach. I just find the blowback so interesting if a head coach have to dares to your... say something that lane said man they are coming at his throat as a as a fan do i love the transfer portal no because it actually causes us to readjust how we look at things which is we we used to be able to count a player on our roster for you know as a fan for for three to you know for three to four years now now the math on that's a little bit different yeah i know it has changed quite a bit all right we've got monty bolaños with us and uh you know maybe some cash heading my way <laughs> with a certain update what's the latest uh, monty i mean yes i guess it's good because your parlay was good that's yes. right well, july 23rd astros that i ever heard of yeah, the Astros edged the A's 3-2, to two, but Georgie and I are not happy that you bet on the Astros, I, so don't do yeah, that anymore. Yeah, I just had to. <laughs> it was right there. They, had, they made me sweat it out, though. No, Monty. they if did. They, they did. They did. You're right. You're right. Uh, well, you it's okay. You get what you deserve. You get what <laughs> For messing with those chunks. Right? Exactly. Exactly. The Angels, they held on to beat the Pirates 7-5. to five. Shohei Otani with home run number 36. It is technically his last home game before the trade deadline. Oh, 
Now, is that for Shadow Wing right, right there? They, no, they, they, they have to. Trade. They no, have they, to no, trade. Why? They have to no, trade they the man. You cannot lose him for nothing. What are you talking about, though? What are you going to get? What You're going to get prospects. Okay. This is Shohei Otani. This is Shohei Otani. Right. You are not getting a boatload of prospects. This is the most unique partial. The game has ever seen. You're getting more than like. You're getting more than some like bases and baseballs no, for Shohei Otani. Yes. I do not want a bunch of prospects. Absolutely not. Why? Give me prospects over air. But, Give me no. prospects over nothing. No. Because he's going to leave you. nothing. He's leaving no, you at the you end of the what? year. Then I'm going to hold on to you. I'm going to hold on to you. I'm not going to no. send you over no, no, no. To, the, to the Dodgers oh, and then the, you win a World Series. No, no the, there's a bigger reason, Monty, that what? I don't want this to, uh, to uh, happen. Why? Is right now he's on pace to break uh, the AL home run record. Correct. Yes. And if he gets traded to an NL team, oh. how does that work? I know. Uh, and, he, and he doesn't do it. And, yeah. And, and and if he gets traded to another AL team, uh-huh. now all of a sudden it's like a a a, a team no a team no hitter. Right. Like it's it just takes a lot of the air out of the balloon. Hey. And and. Listen, this will be if he trades him and, and maybe the Angels are, are already cursed because they've only been to the playoffs <laughs> one time in Mike Trout's whole career. And that was in what, 2014. Uh, and, and they and they got swept. So they will be hit with the curse of Otani. It'll be 100 years before. they. Oh, I, I deal him in a second and I don't want him to be dealt. I've got him for the AL MVP. I've got a bet in at plus 190. So I don't want to see him go anywhere. Trust yeah, me. That was... but, but you got it. You got it because no, 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 no. you can't let him walk no. for nothing, which no, is what but... he's going to do at the no, Curse and also if he gets Otani. if he nah. gets traded, hypothetically speaking, to the NL, like what happens for the MVP? Is he going to win in both? Is he just going to be the unanimous I mean, MVP in both he, leagues? You know what's crazy, Monty? <laughs> he, there would still be an argument if he got traded to right. an NL team. He's been so extraordinary. He would be in the running still right. for AL MVP. I know. No, it's crazy. I'm with Georgie. No, you can't do it. You can't do Gotta it. Gotta do it. Gotta no, do you it. don't. Gotta move. All on. right. Anyways, look, it took 12 innings, but the Twins beat the White Sox five to four, and the Blue Jays ended up topping the Mariners 4-3. Also victories for the Rangers despite a Max Muncy Grand Slam in the first inning. The Rangers still beat the Dodgers 8-4. Your Cubs, or excuse me, the Cubs dominated your Cardinals 7-2. That's what I was trying to say. In a battle of division leaders, it was the Braves who beat the Brewers in Milwaukee 4-3. Ozzie Albies had the go-ahead three-run homer in the eighth inning. The Phillies scored four runs in the tenth inning and defeated the Guardians 8-5 when Cleveland had the bases loaded in the tenth inning. The Marlins Marlins snapped their eight-game losing streak, topping the Rockies 3-2 in 10 innings. In a battle of the AL East, the Orioles outscored the Rays 5-3, so Baltimore is now two games up on Tampa Bay for the top spot in the AL East. The Reds, well, they're still red hot. They've won five in a row. They beat the Diamondbacks 7-4. Ellie De La Cruz with a 407-foot solo shot to get things going. The Yankees have won three in a row. They beat the Royals 8-5, and good news for Yankee fans because Aaron Judge faced live pitching for the first time today since tearing that ligament in his right toe on June 3rd. Tigers also won. Nationals also won. One game going on right now. It's the Red Sox hosting the Mets and the Red Sox are up 1-0 top of the second inning. In NBA news, it is reported by ESPN that the NBA's Board of Governors has approved the sale of the Charlotte Hornets to a group led by Rick Schnall and Gabe Plotkin. So Michael Jordan's 13-year run as a majority owner is coming to an end. In the WNBA, the Liberty, they dominated the Fever 101-83, but they scored 44 points in the first quarter. 
and it's 10-minute quarters, right, in the WNBA? <laughs> 44 points. All right, whatever. Tennis. Novak Djokovic is not going to play in next month's National <clears throat> Bank Open in Toronto because of fatigue. It was announced today. So Christopher Eubanks, who just had a great run over at the, what did we just have, the big tennis tournament? I'm blanking out, but you know what I'm talking about. Wimbledon. Thank you. Thank you. I was uh, blanking out on the name. Christopher Eubanks, who went super far, he's uh, not yeah. going to replace Djokovic in the main draw. Super tall. What is he, like 6'7 or something Something like that? Like that. No, yeah. like legitimately super tall. Not like Brian Harmon, who is only 5'7 and won the 151st Open today at 13 under par overall. The first born U.S. golfer to win the tournament by at least six strokes since Tiger Woods did it in 2000. Yeah, he's only 5'7 and there was a story that he wanted to be a baseball player and his dad was the one that pushed him towards golf because he was only 5'7. Smart, smart move, Dad. Yeah, smart move. 36 years old, winning his first major. So, guys, there's still hope for all of us. That's That's what I'm saying. There's still hope for all of us. Back to you guys. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. Oh, wait. Before, Georgie, Uh what is your whole... Why are you defending Kim Kardashian on being an American Horror Story as the lead, as a star, as a main actress? She's not an actress. She's a porn star. Whoa. What are we doing? Whoa. She is... Damn, the the venom. Man. She's not an actress. She is an actress. No, she's, she's been not. in. She's as much what of an actress as the about? weekend as the weekend. And so you give her a cameo. So you hold, give no, hold her on, hold on. Episode. The weekend just got a whole show on HBO. Doing what? But he's an entertainer. The like, weekend. Oh, oh, now all of a sudden he's cameo. an entertainer. Okay, so how, so how about? Okay, so she's an entertainer. She is not a businesswoman. She's not a mogul. That's what she is. She is not a singer. She's not an actress. She's not. She's, she's not clearly an actress because she's, she's c- beautiful. If, if and you we'll go to her out. IMDb, she's got hella acting credits. What are you all talking I, about? I, if, if all right, so if she's good in this, are you going to apologize? Yeah, but if, she's not going to be good in this. If if she if she's bad, I've seen then her. you are. I've seen the one minute snippets that she's been in movies. She's not a good act. She's not an actress. Okay. Monty, Monty, I'm gonna watch the show just so I. Can, I've never seen an episode, but I'm gonna watch the show just so I can see. If she if she's good in it, if she's good in it, oh Lord have mercy, you are going to pay. Yeah, if she's good in it, you know what? I think uh, Kim Kardashian's like Brock. But it Bruce. doesn't even if, if nobody told you it was her because because right. I saw the picture, you wouldn't even know it was her, Monty. That's I, not the point. I don't know. I've, I've heard about this weeks ago, months ago. I don't know if I would use the weekend to prove your point because that show was so bad that you didn't even finish it. Hey man, he had a solid hey, cameo hey, in Uncut Gems. Hey, I, that oh, that show is Panther intense. I so I've so I watched the first two two episodes, and I don't I don't know if the show is bad or whether it's just so disturbing that you can't well, watch it. The weekend can't act. So yeah, that's another point for Monty here. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's song. like this. I I'll make a quarterback Lady Gaga comparison. then. Lady Gaga. I'll make a quarterback. She comparison. did a whole movie. George doesn't care at all what I'm saying. <laughs> at, he's stepped over me 19 times. He's not listening to one word I'm saying right now. I don't care, George. I'm speaking. You go ahead and take a break if you want. Um, Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback. What? He doesn't have to he doesn't have to be good. He just needs to be good enough. That's the standard for Kim Kardashian. I don't need her to be a good actress. Just be good enough. Okay. Be good enough, and that's fine for me. (laughs) She's not going to be good enough. 
That's Such a hater, Mozzie. Damn, I was going to invite you to something. Now I'm not inviting you. I don't want to go watch the premiere of American Horror Story starring Kim Kardashian. Well, hey, well, American Horror Story is going to do well now because we're all talking about it. Listen, I actually think people are not going to watch it because of her. I guarantee wow, it. you're crazy. The ratings are going to be the, through the roof. They'll Vamos definitely a ver. watch Vamos more. Vamos a ver. They'll watch more. All right, coming up next, the best case scenario is for this team to have an awful season. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. We're live here from the TireRack.com studios on Fox Sports Radio. Now this 36-year-old from Georgia, he's a sportsman. He loves to hunt and to fish. And he's holding the big one. Brian Harmon is the champion golfer of the year. He has won the 151st Open at Royal Liverpool. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. On Fox Sports Radio, that was the progressive play of the day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That was compliments of open radio, where you have to speak in hushed tones at the beginning and then, you know, erupt as Brian Harmon wins the Open Championship. At minus 13, dusted everybody for his first major right there. Nicely done. As he, How old is he now, George? I, Monty said it. I didn't catch it. But he's, he's inching closer to 40. He's like uh, 36, something like that. 36, he's, yes. 36 years old. First major, shout out to him. First time I've heard of that guy. <laughs> Have you heard of Brian Harmon before today here, George? I hadn't. No. Well, before no. this uh, this tournament, I should say. No. Last couple of days. No. That's it. I, I mean, I mean, Sam Hart, Harmon, Mike, Mike Harmon. I, yeah. uh, I, I think it might be Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with Harmon and Hartman, but not Brian Harmon. Yes. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Raiders quarterback. He has passed his physical. He's expected to open training camp with the Raiders. He's rehabbing that offseason foot surgery. But he's expected to be there um, for training camp, all that good stuff. I think this, George, the best case scenario for the Raiders is to bottom out this season. Be awful. Get a top draft pick. Could go with the top quarterback, Caleb Williams, Drake May. That's your chance in that division with Patrick Mahomes. It's not Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not the long-term solution. It's bottoming out and getting a top guy that hopefully you hit on. Are you serious? Okay, give me the actual plan here, George. Spell it out for us. Dude, their their plan stinks. They are not in a like they are in a they have a bigger problem. And the bigger problem is that is that they have a coach problem. And until they figure out their coach problem, they won't be winning anything. It doesn't doesn't matter who you put in that, who you put in there uh you know, in there at quarterback. They just keep making bad decision after bad decision. Hey, two birds, one stone. You bottom out, you have a horrible season. Adios, Josh McDaniels. Hello, top quarterback. Hopefully we have a legitimate shot to compete with Patrick Mahomes going forward. That's what they should be thinking. That That's their best path to success by far. You got to have a top quarterback in that division. You got to have a, a top quarterback in general, but especially in a division with... Mahomes and Justin Herbert and who knows what Russell Wilson's going to play like this year. He might find it again. 
You can't be trotting out Jimmy G and expecting to, to get anywhere, really. You, you got to get a top guy. Got to. Yes, you yes you do need a top top guy, but how are you supposed to get that? And when when you draft poorly, and you don't have the right coach. Well, again, uh, I'm not saying they make all the right decisions, but you get that quarterback. You in give place. the wrong. Co- you give the wrong coach Tom Brady, and he don't turn into Tom Brady. If I said the the sky was blue, you would push back. (laughs) Probably. Everybody have a good evening, man. We'll catch you next week on FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.